We're talking politics today. Caffeine, you're on the bench. Xanax, suit up. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Ask me if, uh, how do I feel about the fact that Michael is being uh, turned into a cause celeb for isolationism? And the question really surprised me. I had never thought of our position as being an isolationist position. And my reaction at the time was that, that um, and certainly now having thought about it a bit, is that we, we really don't feel like we're isolationists, but we believe in the sovereignty of our country. We believe that America is and ought to be a free country. And it seems very logical to me that if you can force the army of one country to serve under the authority of another country, then that first power, that first army, is not a free country. It's not a free army. It's a very simple thing to me, and we've taught this to our children, uh, looking at Rome, where the Roman government could force uh, other countries to provide legions and to provide uh, uh, soldiers for them, that uh, they were satellite nations. And uh, one of the implications in the uniform, the uniform change they've made, is that they've moved the United Nations patch from the left in mid-93 to the right shoulder. Now that's the dominant patch. That's the patch that indicates the uh, the commanding force, and the unit patch is on the left. Well, the United States flag has been moved over to the left shoulder, and what that tells those who who follow uniforms, it makes a very bold and blatant statement: is that the United States of America has become a unit in uh, the, the New World Army, in the United Nations Army, and that's a that's a tremendously a uh, scary proposition when you stop and think about the implications of that of that uniform change. Wow. That was Michael New's father. Michael knew the court case back in 95 that really should have changed us as a populace, but unfortunately didn't, and we didn't wake up. And uh, at the time, you know, troops were going into uh, Bosnia. Clinton was at the helm, and he was Mr. New World Order guy, just like Bush was. Bush really brought that out to for public consumption and public view back in uh, starting in 89. Uh, he was the father of uh, let's get this out and get the public used to the term New World Order because he, he wanted to point out that it wasn't going to be the law of the jungle anymore. But the law of the jungle to him meant anybody being an individual. Um, and uh, respecting the sovereignty of our country, just wanted people to do what he wanted them to do and be told what to do. And so he was absolutely, uh, Michael New went to court. It ended up finally ending in 2015. Supreme Court did not review the case. Um, They declined it. Um, He would not wear a U.N. uniform um, and go fight in the Balkans because he said he didn't work for the U.N. And the directive that was signed by Clinton in 94, from 93 to 94, really changed the way our military operated under the U.N. So when Michael New was in the military, uh, joined up in 93, and then in 95, declined to wear the uniform. Um, It brought on an entire court case that finally ended with, all right, I guess we won't uh, stick your your name in the bad pile of the military. You're upgraded to, I guess you're okay. And uh, that's all the compensation he ever got from this whole entire ordeal of being slung through the court system forever and ever. And I just did an entire hour on it um, on uh, the last hour. And so if you missed that, please, please catch that hour because it's such an important hour to understand changes that were made in the 90s. 
that really reflected where our country was headed. I welcome you to the Kate Daly Show. That was a long intro, wasn't it? I welcome you to the Kate Daly Show. I also have um, my guest, Milty is out sick again, and I have my guest, Brian Hyde of Love and Liberty on with me. I so thank you for coming on with me, Brian. Welcome to the show. Happy to be a stunt double anytime you need my services. <laughs> I love no, it. You're I'm, so I'm glad popular. To do it. I'm freaking out a little bit because yeah. I'm thinking back to way back when I very first started doing talk radio, mm-hmm. and that was about 25 years ago. Michael New was one of the first people that I interviewed uh, when, this, when this was becoming a big deal. That is amazing. Okay, what were your thoughts at the time? I mean, this was a case at the time that I think a lot of people don't remember, might not even know about, where he was forced to wear the blue UN uniform, get into formation, and he absolutely refused and said, I joined the military in America. I am not working for the UN. What were, what were your thoughts? Well, now, I was being influenced pretty heavily by the John Birch Society. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, I probably still am today. But mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was new. I didn't understand a lot of things. I, I kind of got the national sovereignty thing, um, but I couldn't understand why this guy was attracting so much negative attention from leaders within the military and, right. you know, from uh, some people within the U.S. government. And uh, did he get a bad conduct discharge? Am I well, remembering they, they, that correctly? In 2015, they just barely switched that to, I guess you're okay, uh, upgrade. It, but this was okay. after all of those years. So from 1995 until 2015, this guy fought, and he did not stop fighting. He never gave up, um, trying to clear his name. That was just a clearing of the name. It never went in front of the Supreme Court as a case, and it should have. The thing I remember most was I talked with him, and, and I believe I talked with his dad as mm-hmm. well. Um, I can't believe it's been that long ago, but uh, but it was. And and here's my takeaway: um, Michael knew was a very humble and I think principled young man and and I still hold that that thought. I don't think he was doing it for attention. I mean, how can I say this politely? We live in a time where there are a lot of people who live for attention. Yeah. yeah. They're 15 Anything. minutes. You misgendered me. <laughs> Everyone spotlights on me. Yep. Yep, you're right. Shay you're has right. been misgendered, you know. Yep. That wasn't him. Mm-hmm. He he took his stand and was willing to face the punishment right. because of the principle at stake, which was I swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution and to serve the American Republic, not under a foreign commander. And, and um, of course, you know, he, he got railroaded. I'm yes. glad to hear they reversed it in part, but... Yeah, um, that little, just cleared his name. Yeah, I mean that you know for twenty years, what did that do to him? I mean, but you know what? When we talk about who does the heavy lifting and that everyone else gets to benefit from that heavy lifting, this is a gentleman that did the heavy lifting and made the hard choice to say, "I believe in the sovereignty of the United States." I mean, how many people out there, if told uh, to put on the blue uniform? And I love how his father coming in described the the alteration of wearing the patch on the other shoulder and how that sort of was a huge sign, those that follow uniforms, a big, big sign of who's in control. Why would you would you do it? Would you go through 20 years of court to to send a message to the American people and to our U.S. government that um, that it is not what it seems? Would you do it? That's the point, I think, for me, that take the takeaway. It illustrates to me that. the, the the stand that every one of us will have to take at some mm-hmm. point comes in many different shapes and forms. Um, Michael New took that stand because he understood a principle and, and realized, I can't just play along with this. I can't just go along to get along. This matters enough. I'm willing to suffer for my beliefs. And I'm going to make a promise here. 
every single one of us, anybody within the sound of our voices will come to a crossroads where you will have to make that choice. Do I continue with the crowd because it will just be easier and I'll avoid criticism? Mm -hmm. Or do I believe strongly enough in what I believe that I'm willing to actually suffer and maybe risk my good name in order to stand for it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's great. I, I love that you just said that. And it really does hit home to what kind of decisions we're going to make, you know, on the heels of watching that movie about the soldier, what's the name of it? Uh, it just, boy, it hit TV. It was just in the theaters. Um, the movie where he wouldn't hold a gun. Oh, uh, uh, ha- uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Now I believe in holding a gun. But I love that he stood for his principle and never, ever relinquished it. And I think that I understand where he was coming from on that principle. I do. Even though I feel differently about guns than he does, that, that, you know, he did. He passed away a few years ago. But I loved that he stood for that. And what a great movie that was in highlighting that you can stand even when standing alone and make such a difference. Right. It's huge. Yep. There's there's courage to be found in those mm-hmm. people's examples, but uh, you'll notice there's not a mad stampede to be the next person who's, who's <laughs> being so punished true. or otherwise, you know, having their name yes. dragged, dragged through the mud. Yes. You know, we didn't win uh, our liberty, our government protected, God given liberty um, back in 1776. We didn't we didn't win this. And then all of the or 1787, however you want to look at it. And then we all get to enjoy Enjoy our lives. And for the rest, I think sometimes we get in a mindset where we just get to enjoy what we think we have rather than fighting for it. And every generation has to fight so that the next generations can have what's left of the freedom that we possess, which is more than what's going on around the globe, but still is is surprisingly gone and we're not recognizing it. But I do feel that way that we just kind of we're just enjoying the fruits rather than cultivating the garden. And that's something really wrong with that. The big disconnect that I see and I I don't describe any, you know, it's not cowardice and it's Uh not that people are evil and they just want to embrace the new world order. Sure, sure. Um, Most people, I think, are just uncertain. I don't know what I stand for. I mean, if you ask the average person, nine out of 10 people on the street, do you think they would be able to give you a good working definition of what do we mean by sovereignty? No. I don't. I don't think they'd be like, something sovereign citizen. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And they've made the sovereign citizen an enemy. So I'm sure that they probably heard bad press on that. But Michael knew his story is so compelling. I hope people will understand what that was about and what that was like. His mother said he is trying to send a message and shine a light. And I hope people are paying attention because he's paying a price. He's paying the price. And I thought, wow, what a message for all of us that we need to pay attention attention to the people that are actually in that position that are trying to tell us that this is scary what's going on and since then um trump's been the only president i have to say he's been the only one to criticize the u.n we haven't had any criticism of the u.n since uh, elder bush so yeah or to stand against that whole interventionist mm-hmm. mindset yes that has ruled both political parties at least since the the days of george h.w bush mm-hmm Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, when we come back to uh, we still have about a minute, but when we come back, I want to play I want to play Megan McCain. I'm not a fan of McCain. I've made that very known on the show. I know too much about him and I've studied him too much to ever be a fan of McCain. But his daughter, the mouth, um, she keeps going off and demonizing um, people uh, about the Kurds. And I really do want to play that. It's about a minute next to what Syrian girl who I've had on my show, Mimi, says about what's actually going on in Syria and her message. 
Purge because it's really kind of riveting to see them back to back because you can tell how grossly um, ill-informed Megan is. But you know what? When you have passion, but you don't have the knowledge behind it, that's what Megan McCain looks like. She is empty passion, but she's got a lot of passion. So you get to hear her passion and her scream at everybody, but she doesn't even know what she's talking about. So... I, well, uh, yeah. she's a McCain. She's a McCain. <laughs> I don't mean for that to sound like an well, insult, but it's it, just it, the, it did the Bushes and the McCains. I think as a conservative, if we don't get, if we don't, if we are not educated on on both, we have a severe problem in America. Because um, to think that we are not, to think that we are not going to have conservatives pretending to be conservatives that actually run around pretending to be conservatives, but actually espouse everything else, but we have a problem. We have a problem. Romney's in that batch too, and they pretend to be. They pretend to have those conservative ideals, and they don't. And so, I like to kick out the pretenders, is what I like to do, um, and make them known. Be right back with more of Brian Hyde from Love and Liberty. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. They served. They stood tall. They protected. They are our veterans. Now, let's stand tall and proud in honor of those who protected our freedoms. Today and every day, we salute you. Join the Utah Veterans Alliance and honor Utah's heroes at the Southern Utah Veterans Home in Ivins on Saturday, October 19th from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. We'll have a car show, food trucks, and bounce houses for the kids. Free lunch for the first 200 veterans or active military with proof of service. We'll see you there. Over the last 35 years, Design and Eye Institute has grown into the largest and most comprehensive eye care center in Southern Utah. And now they're proud to welcome Dr. Rick Nordgren, M.D., to the team. Dr. Nordgren is a board-certified and fellowship-trained vitreo-retinol surgeon is now accepting new patients. He specializes in the treatment of age-related macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, retinal detachments, eye trauma, and other surgical diseases of the retina and vitreous. The Zion Eye Institute is thrilled to add Dr. Nordgren to their list of specialists who are there to handle anything from the simplest to the most complex cases, which means there's no reason to travel to Salt Lake or Las Vegas for specialized or advanced care. Call today to set an appointment with the newest specialist at the Zion Eye Institute, Dr. Rick Nordgren, with four locations in southern utah it's easy to schedule an appointment in st george cedar city or mesquite just call 656-2020 656-2020 or online at zioni.com the zion eye institute the number one rated eye care center for medicare patients in the state of utah and southern utah's premier eye care center 
know the old expression, you get what you pay for. Well, how does this sound? Get more than what you pay for. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, and that's the idea behind our big King for a Queen sale going on right now. You buy a Serta Perfect Sleeper or a Beautyrest King Size Mattress, but only pay for a Queen Size. That's a savings up to $1,000. Gotta love it. Best Mattress, home of the 120-day guarantee. Sleep easy, friends. Are you suffering with symptoms like fatigue? Do you wake up in the morning more exhausted than you did when you went to bed? Are you always the freezing cold person in the office? Have you gained weight? Is your hair dry and brittle? You don't have to suffer anymore. I can help you. Nearly 70% of people suffering with low thyroid actually have a different disorder called Hashimoto's disease. That's why even if you're already on medication to treat a low thyroid disorder, you need to call me. Call today for a free consultation. 855-55-RIVER. RedRiverHealthAndWellness.com. Chiropractic Physicians. The colors are changing. The night or cooler. Create a warm gathering place with a fireplace or stove from Alpine Fireplaces. Alpine Fireplaces offers gas, wood, electric or pellet fireplaces or stoves 393 East Riverside in St. George or alpinefireplaces.com Balance of Nature Changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking them consistently over a reasonable period of time. I feel different. I walk differently. I think differently. And it's been gradual, but it makes me wonder, like, man, I was in rough shape. You know, I think this is going to be my super weapon against, you know, my usual miseries in in the winter. That's why this is so exciting. And it's easy. I don't have to do anything. I just swallow with complete confidence. And then I feel better. It's amazing, truly. It seems like a little thing, but it's definitely, it's life-changing, no question about it. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Balance of Nature is now offering a 35% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This offer may end at any time, so don't wait to start Dr. Howard's Health Challenge. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code CANYON. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. People stand in line to see the boy king. How'd you get the funky? Did you do the monkey? Born in Arizona, moved to Babylonia. I know. My, <laughs> my choice of music... It's a little weird. I get it. I get it. But I just, I actually saw this title and went, oh my gosh, I haven't heard that song for a while. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And I also welcome back uh, with me special guest Brian Hyde uh, from Love and Liberty. you got to check out his show, Love and Liberty. It's a fantastic show and you'll learn so much from Brian. Um, and I welcome him back. Second day in a row, a return appearance. Uh, Milty's out sick and I sure appreciate Brian coming on board. You're, you're a very popular guy, you know. Really? <laughs> You're like, I did not know this. <laughs> Tell me more. No. 
Thank you. You're, you're very kind. Well, uh, King Tut, there we go. Um, so make sure you get to the website and order Balance of Nature. It is a fantastic supplement that I truly stand by because I did my homework on it and because it's the cleanest product. It is the one that is going to serve up the most nutrients. Um, and it's a couple of uh, supplements that you take each day and you're ensuring getting all of those uh, all of those nutrients from 11 servings of fruits and vegetables that I know you're not going to eat. Unless you're going to belly up to the bar and eat a truckload of, of vegetables today, and I do mean a truckload, I doubt you're going to do that. So please, by all means, go uh, get your Balance of Nature. Go to balanceofnature.com. This needs to be instituted in your diet. I really do think for all Americans, we have got to shore up our health. And uh, you can get a discount by putting in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. How easy is that? Um, all right. Let's... Um, let me play the McCain, the Megan McCain. Um, and, and, and do tell, uh, there, there's, there's something about McCain and Bush and Romney. There, there's few people I have severe problems with because I feel like they hide under the clothing of a conservative, um, with conservative values and they are nothing but. How do you feel about that, Brian? Um, I have no faith in politicians. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, look, if I, if I was a masochist, if I wanted to be disappointed and just have a negative experience, mm-hmm. I would put all of my trust in politicians. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. So I don't. <laughs> so, so I don't. Um, yes. Well, uh, McCain's daughter, Megan, she's kind of interesting. Um, she honestly is is embodied with passion, but absolutely no education on anything. Um, and so I want to play I want to play her one minute rant on the view that the view just loved because those gals, you know, they've got about three brain cells between them. But she was a she, her, her, <laughs> her rant was very interesting. So here is the collection of brain stems giving their point of view. Here we go with Megan McCain, the leader of the brain stems. Here we go. So I'm going a, a little bit rogue, but I've been so mad this morning and so upset oh my about this news that we are abandoning our Kurdish allies mm-hmm. in the Middle uh-huh. East. Mm. These are allies of ours that American soldiers are still continuing to fight alongside. All we did was arm them and they fought for America. Mm-hmm. And right now we're just saying really? we're just going to leave them and abandon them. Mm-hmm. And to everyone in the White House and every Republican who was mad that President Obama pulled out of Iraq, you feckless, unpatriotic cowards. I cannot believe this is where Big applause sign. Big applause sign. And I cannot believe this is what what message is this sending to our allies who have fought alongside us and to our American troops who have fought and died for this. And I cannot believe I'm waking up in the morning seeing this kind of news. And I don't care that he ran on pulling troops out. There's a whole different thing. Oh, it's a whole different thing. This is a great day for ISIS and this is a great day for Assad. And shame on everyone who is supporting this. And I'm sorry this is not the topic, but I just couldn't come out here today and not say this. No, it's, it's very important. It's very important. <laughs> All right. So there you have the brain stems of America on the view, espousing this strange view of what's going on. And I, I feel sad for that because I do want to play. Um, I want to play a portion of this um, just a, a, about probably like a minute or two of this, because this is um, Syrian girl. And, you know, there's no other reason for somebody to get on tape and say, I'm sorry, you're being lied to America. And that's why I think you ought to give her a, list, a listen and see what you think about what she has to say. Here we go. This is a message from a Syrian to the American people. The media is trying to make you believe that we Syrians are sad to see U.S. soldiers leave. Your media is lying to you. Syrians oppose both the U.S. and Turkish illegal occupation of our country. None were invited 
No matter what the circumstances, the end of the illegal occupation of sovereign Syria is a great thing. Trump announced the pullout, but the neocons and the neoliberals are trying to stop it. They want to keep US soldiers in Syrian oil fields. They are trying to fool you into believing that ending US occupation is a tragedy and that Kurds will be abandoned to genocide. The truth is, the neocons don't care about the Kurds. Their greatest fear is that the Kurds would reconcile with the Syrian government and mount a joint defense against the Turkish invasion. Their greatest fear is that their plans to regime change, divide and balkanize Syria would be ruined. They haven't even tried to hide this. You can see it in their headlines and in the words of Lindsey Graham. They would rather every last Kurdish fighter get slaughtered by Turkey than have them ally with Assad and make Syria a whole country again. The people in northeast Syria want the Syrian army to come in and protect them. They are celebrating right now at the prospect. Wow. All right. What do you think? Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a far different cry from uh, Ms. Megan. McCain. <laughs> Miss Megan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Miss Megan. You know, um I'll tell you something. One of them sounds very genuine, and I do believe that if it if the roles were reversed, I think those telling the truth would sound the most genuine in their plea. Megan McCain Anything that comes out of that woman's mouth, I, I, my toes curl at the thought of having to listen to her for more than two seconds. Um, that cannot be the that cannot be the the truth teller in America, Megan McCain. And I know it isn't. And I, I've heard her speak, and she's ridiculous, and she's a lot like her father. This uh, her father, who was very very much a, a part of the New World Order. Um, um, I don't know brigade. I'll call them. But I'd like to get your thoughts on uh, Syria and uh, if you want, if you want to share those at all. And what would you do if you were president in foreign policy, Brian? What would you do? Mm. Mm, it's hard. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go sticking my nose into everybody's business in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that which would make me a failed president because I would leave people alone yeah. and focus on, uh, you know, the business of of, uh, of the country that I'm supposedly um, right. serving. Right. I'm not a world policeman. I, to me, the, the outrage that Meghan McCain is is expressing is very selective. Mm-hmm. If you consider, well, look at what's happened to the Kurds. They were fighting for America. Really? Right. I mean, I, I would appreciate anybody who would stand up and fight for America and fight for our freedoms. But I don't feel more free. Yeah. And frankly, I think they would have to be doing it in the streets of Washington, D.C., or maybe in the halls of Congress if it was really, to, you know, to, yes. to be fighting for us and have some effect. Oh, and and so where true. is the... Where's the outrage over, say, the U.S. arming mm-hmm. and backing Saudi Arabia with what they're doing to the people in Yemen? I mean, four and a half years now, they have been undertaking, I think, what could rightly be called genocidal mm-hmm. military action against the Yemeni people. Yeah. But no, we're we're upset about, you know, what's happening with the Kurds, who, by the way, have been fighting in various areas around the region, Iraq and Turkey and other mm-hmm. places in Syria. Um, for for generations, I mean, like hundreds and hundreds of years, I just want to know where does that become the business of the United States military, which exists to keep us free, so true, not to police the world. That is so so true. Um, we have this we have this business of of arming 
mercenaries and then turning them into what we want to turn them into. And when I say that um, on the hinges of Friday's show with uh, Investigator Dave, we were talking about after Libya was toppled by the CIA and they performed a coup there. And do you remember Hillary talking about, we got him. We we went over and yep. we got him. Okay. And she was really We came, proud. we saw, he died. Yeah, <laughs> oh gosh. And the cackle. Ah, the cackle that followed. Well, after that happened, those Libyan mercenary fighters, they sent them to Iraq and Syria to join other militia units. So Al-Qaeda um, and all kinds of different mercenary units were joined together. But the problem was, was they didn't have the common goal that the intelligence agencies would have preferred them to have. So even Al-Qaeda kind of split from ISIS, you know, the matching tennis shoes, the matching white outfits, you know, the Toyota trucks. This is how you know that this was a formed group and paid for by intelligence agencies in the beginning. But they actually kind of got out of control a little bit. And uh, and so all these groups come together. And one of the problems going on right now that we dialed in on that show, and you can listen to the whole explanation of this, was that you have these Kurds, the Syrian Kurds, now wanting to do business more, saying, you know what? There's a lot of stabbing in the back going on around here, because after watching, I don't know, numerous coups, that they actually want to work with Russia. Russian They actually want to work with um, Iran and cut us up cut us off at the knees from what our take is and from what what we get control over so there's a lot of political control right now over who gets the lands, the oil, the utilities, the all of the stuff that, that makes the cut of money, even the black market. And so that's why uh, with Trump taking out his troop, our troops, that's why that's a better, it's a better situation. But yes, we still have, like you mentioned with Saudi Arabia, there's still a huge mess going on that Trump didn't create, but that he's getting all the credit for creating that these other guys don't get an ounce of credit for. And they're the ones that actually created this mess. And so we well, have a severe problem. What was the, the justification? You mentioned Libya. Mm-hmm. Why did why did uh, you know the State Department justify we've got to you know be involved there? Yeah, it was a humanitarian yes. intervention. They told us it always well. Is. Okay, so uh, Gaddafi was deposed, and uh, we apparently accomplished what we wanted to to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. What's happening now? Right. Uh, for instance, are people being sold in slave auctions? The answer is yes. So yep. how did that humanitarian intervention work out for you? Yeah. Any unintended consequences? I don't. Let's ask Osama bin Laden. Yes. He was one of our mercenaries once upon a time in Afghanistan. Uh, oh, what? He's at the bottom of the sea. Yep. Oh, Ooh. wait, he did what? Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, who could have seen that coming? Let's take a caller real quick. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with myself and Brian Hyde. Yeah, well, the whole reason for us to be in the Middle East, it doesn't matter if it's Iraq, Iran, Kuwait, Saudi. I mean, uh, Saudi Arabia too, um, and ultimately Syria, is the pipeline so that we can get Middle Eastern oil, stop it from going through the Gulf, and get it into the Mediterranean so that it can be shipped through the Med into Europe. Yep. Uh-huh. That's the whole reason for all of it. Yep, and and we get cut out of that equation if Syria become if, if Russia is is allowed to just do business with Syria, their friend, and then also yes, we're we're about to be cut out. That's why the that's why people are going crazy too. It's true. Yeah, if we if Saudi doesn't have access to it and the Russians do, uh-huh. the Russians don't work on the petrodollar, and that's what it is to support. Mm-hmm. It's to support the power that the yep. United States dollar has in the world 
because that's the only thing you can buy oil with. Yes, thank you for that. I love it. And if they cut us out, see, um, even though we really shouldn't have that, cu- if they're cutting us out, then that's what that's where the real issue is. Go ahead, Brian. I wanted you to get in your two no, cents. It's, it, it's a huge, tangled mess. Uh-huh. And, and to me, the saddest thing is that people buy into it out of the fear that, well, if we don't do something, though, terrorists might do something bad to us. Yeah. Do you ever stop and think, though, how many terrorists are created? Um, just for instance, when there's a drone strike, whether it's in Yemen or whether it's in Libya or Niger or Somalia or Syria, um, and, and, and well, this is an unpopular yeah. thing to say, but it needs to be said. We have this thing called the double tap. Mm-hmm. So uh, a, a drone operator sitting on, uh, you know, somewhere on Nellis Air Force Base flying the drone from the other side of the world mm-hmm. sends a missile down. Boom. Right. Hits. Maybe the person they were aiming at maybe get some people with collateral damage. Right. But when helpers show up, they stick around. They loiter overhead with that drone yep. watching. And when the helpers show up, they get a missile for their trouble, yeah. too. It's kind of like what happened to us, 9-11, all the time. That's the same kind of reaction they're having when when other countries come in and like us and do things like that, too. Be right back. Remember that reaction? <laughs> right back on The Kate Daly Show. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. 435-922-7000. Hi, Carl Lamar for Newbie Buick GMC, where right now they're celebrating their big trick-or-treat sale. No tricks at Newbie Buick. Uh-uh, not a Newbie Buick GMC. Incredible savings on a 2020 Terrain SLE. Savings of over $6,000. 2019 Buick Encore. Savings of $7,949. You'll save over $5,000 on a 2020 Buick Envision. Over 11000 on a 2019 GMC Acadia. It's going on right now. The big trick-or-treat sale at Newbie Buick GMC. How do you get there? Go south on Bluff Street. Go over the freeway. You'll find them right there on the corner of Riverside Drive and Convention Center Drive. Remember, Newbie Buick GMC will not be undersold. In fact, they've got the lowest prices within hundreds of miles. Check out their website at NewbieBuickGMC.com and save money during the trick-or-treat sale going on right now at Newbie Buick GMC. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum. I recently attended a continuing education course where the presenter asked a room full of dental professionals... How many of us had flossed the night before? Only about half the attendees raised their hands. I learned that knowledge may not be the best motivator. So what will motivate you to start working toward that healthy, beautiful smile? A special anniversary or a new relationship? Maybe an upcoming reunion or a child who looks to you as an example. Whatever inspires you to go to the dentist, I hope I see you at Plum Dental. Check us out at PlumDental.com. Hey, it's Casey at Garage Doors Only. Thank you for voting us the best garage door company in Southern Utah. We enjoy serving you and appreciate your vote of confidence. 
At Garage Doors Only, we do one thing. Garage Doors. We'll make sure your garage doors are in the best possible working order. We'll take the time to show you options, accessories, and the latest trends in the industry. Let us help you select the perfect door for your style and budget. Call us at 435-868-1200 or come see us at our showroom at 689 North Bluff. And again, thank you for voting us number one. When Tempur-Pedic first came onto the scene, they literally revolutionized sleep. Well, they're still revolutionizing it with their new ProAdapt line with advanced pressure relief for deep relaxation. You've never slept like this because there's never been anything like this. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Come try one today and pay no interest for 72 months. Plus, we'll throw in two free Tempur-Pedic pills or $300 off a Tempur-Pedic adjustable base. Best Mattress, home of the Sleep Easy Guarantee. This is Morgan Gubler with Cash Valley Bank. I know banks can seem like they're all the same. A lot of them seem faceless to me, too. That's why I've spent my whole career where I've spent my whole life, where I can put a face to every name that I serve. I've known most of my clients here in Washington County for a long time, and I enjoy getting to know those I don't know already. If you want a loan for your business, I won't just give you a phone number to call or a website to visit. Meet me in my office, or I'll go to you. To me, banking is a relationship business. I build relationships with my clients and learn how their businesses operate so that I'll know how to help. I couldn't be prouder to be spending my career with Cash Valley Bank, offering all our clients quality customer service. Mountains away. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. With the changing temperatures, heating and cooling systems can struggle to keep all areas of your house comfortable, like your bonus rooms, garage, enclosed patios, master bedrooms, casitas, and more. Air care professionals can help these troubled areas with their Mitsubishi electric cooling and heating ductless system, offering individual comfort control to a more personal defined space. Purchase a system from Air Care Professional this month and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call 628-2423 or online at Air carepros.com talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the kate daly show all right back here with you on a Tuesday, Uncle Milty's out, and uh, hopefully he'll get back soon. We wish him well. And, of course, uh, Brian Hyde is on with me today. And I say, of course, because I asked him yesterday, I said, you've just got to do this with me again today. And I was so glad that he said yes. And so thank you, Brian, uh, from Love and Liberty. Love and Liberty is a fantastic show. Get it on podcast. And the Love and Liberty app um, is pretty amazing, too. So uh, you've got to, you just got to get it. What can I say? And I welcome you, Brian. It's free. It's free. That. <laughs> it's free. It's free. Who doesn't Everybody's love free? Everybody's favorite four-letter word. Right? All right. We have a caller. And, uh, you know, I just before I take the caller, I just want to mention that in the days of past, whenever we would talk about not going to war, it was always the hippies. You know, it was funny. It's funny that it was always the hippies. We didn't really realize, I think, that we've been in a constant war situation. Oh, I don't know, ever since the U.N. came along conveniently. But it's kind of interesting that we have just always been in an altercation. We've always got an enemy. We've always got somebody we're fighting and somebody that wants to kill us all um, every five seconds. And so it's funny that we're saying these things because it's so reminiscent of the hippie, you know, just love 
love, man. Just peace, man. But that's not what we're, that's not that's really not who I am. I know that's not what Brian is. We're just trying to make some sense of the fact that we've been in war since uh, the 40s and that we can't understand why this is and why we're not waking up to this, I think, as an American populist caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You're on you're on the show live with myself and Brian Hyde. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate and Brian. Hi. I think it would be Hello. interesting to go back to Michael Anu's unit, those that were in his unit mm. then. We can interview them today and see how many regret putting that blue uniform on. Ooh, and yeah. sorry they didn't stand with... Uh, yeah, that's a fantastic idea. I love that. Thank you for that. I think that's great, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you can notice the changes from the mid-1990s, and if you're just joining us, that was a case I talked about in the last hour. In fact, it was one of Brian's first guests that he had on the air 25 years ago, which is such... That is just so crazy, Brian, that you had him on the show. Um, And this was a guy that, right after Clinton signed the new presidential directive that put the UN kind of above our Constitution in 93, that's exactly the same year that he actually joined the military, Michael knew and in 95 was told to go that he was going to be fighting in the Balkans but he would need to wear the blue uniform and this was right after they changed the patch for the UN on the other shoulder and he was saying I I'm I'm not, I'm not a UN employee I'm not working for the army of the UN what I liked about what he said was Brian was he outed what the UN was and 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 I don't think people I don't think that's really resonated with people he said it's a country without a landmass they have everything they even want a global tax. They want all of these different things. They have all of these different things in their arsenal, but they they were lacking something and that not only lacking a landmass, well, now they have New York, but they were they were basically saying um, that they didn't have the full standing army. And he was right. And he, th- he said, I'm a pawn in this. I'm a pawn to be their their standing army. But I did not sign up for that. I believe in the sovereignty of the U.S. And I think one of the big sticking points 25 years ago mm-hmm. when uh, when I was talking with him about it was the idea that U.S. troops should not be placed under foreign commanders. Yes. Yes. That's the whole point. And I'm so glad he stood up for that. Those that do the heavy lifting like him that paid a dear price uh, 20 years uh, fighting that 20 years. Supreme Court denied hearing the case. And um, and and yeah, he had a bad conduct. And then that was finally raised in 2015 to I guess you're OK now, but nobody cares because now it's 20 years later. Uh, n- virtually no nothing that, you know, compensation for that. But he did stand up and make a point, And I'm grateful to him for that because uh, he fought. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with myself and, and guest Brian Hyde. Yes, uh, thank you for telling the story, Michael New. I mm-hmm. uh, really do appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to mention we one thing we learned from this is how controlled our military is by the globalists. Uh, we see this there with funding ISA and so forth. Our military, our leadership in the military has been going along with this. Uh, by, uh, by the way, uh, just six months, something like six months after the UN Charter was signed, there was an article, I think it's Article 51, that says all nations of the UN have to go to war whenever the UN tells us. That's why these wars have been run by the UN, whether it's CETO, NATO, or directly like in Afghanistan. But anyway, uh, let me get back to New. Um, you know, that was a really dramatic day, morning, when uh, his battalion, 550, I think, is in the battalion, went out there, and they're wearing a foreign government uniform, those uh, blue uniforms, mm-hmm. and he walked out there with the United States Army uniform. And yeah. uh, I think he was a great man, and others have followed his lead, but mm-hmm. they had to go after him. They had to make a 
example because they don't want others to do this. That's why they had to court martial. Mm-hmm. And and this is bait and switch. He joined the U.S. Army and they put him in a foreign army. And uh, bait and switch is fraud. And that's what the uh, U.S. military, our government did. They committed uh, fraud. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't just the uniform. He was under foreign command. It was a Finland gem- general. The Congress had no say on what military action he was going to be involved right. with. Thank you. Thank you for that. I really appreciate well, that those words. that filled in some of the, the blanks, didn't it? It did. It did. Wasn't that fantastic? In fact, let me just play this little piece, this little tiny one minute from what Michael New himself said about this. Here you go. News independent research also revealed other disturbing goals of the United Nations. Describe. Okay. And then. Michael New swore an go. oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, to bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and to obey the orders of his American superiors according to the regulations and the uniform code of military justice. It is this phrase in the oath. All right, so let me play this. When I expressed my reservations, they said, uh, I think you need to do a little more study on the United Nations, uh, their history and objectives, and and see what they actually are, because uh, we don't think they're a foreign power or a foreign government like you say they are. So I did some study, uh, and my study tends to indicate that they are a foreign power and a foreign government, although they don't have a landmass per se, they still have all the elements that a, that a government needs to have. They have a ruler um, and a governing body, the Secretary General, General Assembly, Security Council. Uh, they have a treasury and a banking system. They have courts and a legal system. They have an array of bureaucratic agencies. They have a flag, an oath of allegiance, a charter. Uh, they don't have a tax yet, but that, that is in the workings they're, they're proposing a global tax. And the last thing that they're missing is a military force. And that's what they're trying to make me. Wow. Um, that's He's right on Dang. the money. So those that think that the UN is just this little peacekeeping little, I, I always envision in the movies, you know, when they show the um, in the future, you know, 50 years from now, and they're all wearing gray and black and a very sterile desk, and they're all sitting behind it as a board. I think people think that that's what they... Are, that, that's kind of what they are, is just a little board of people. But they have all of those things. And so what does that tell us about the construction of the U.N., the money funneled to the U.N., the fact that they were able to stake a claim of, of this is where we are and this is where our offices are in New York City, but they don't have a landmass. He's right. But he, they have everything else. And so ask yourselves why they have everything else, why they were allowed and permitted to do that. And then, of course, be over our Constitution. It's scary, huh, Brian? Well, this is where it's so essential that people, and I mean right down to, you know, the kid in a civics class in high school, understand Mm -hmm. the proper flow of political power. Right. Because it's when it's concentrated and when it's centralized, which is exactly what the U.N. is doing, is centralizing and and accruing power and concentrating it. That's when mischief can begin. Mm -hmm. When people understand that true political power begins with the people themselves. That's why the Constitution of the United States says it is the very first words, we the people. So ah, true. That's that's mm-hmm. where the power originates. And then we delegate that power to various offices, various agents, various, you know, elected officials to act on our behalf for the purpose of securing, you know, for our posterity, the listening, the blessings of liberty, but to keep us free. And, and it's accountable and it's power that's delegated that can be taken away if it's abused. You don't have that option. 
Oh, with so the UN. True. Yeah. The They're unaccountable. True. And I don't think we've realized how bad it's actually gotten. Now, now let's see. Bush is the one that origi- originated. Now, it was obviously well underway, but he's the one that made it more, I don't know, likable and appealing, like something really fun that we all wanted to be a part of. This new world well, he order. he put a conservative face on it. <laughs> he did. He did. And so that's my whole point. Since that, which president then, once Clinton put this in and put the UN kind of in charge of... When we are entering into um, any type of anything with the U.N. that the U.N. gets to call the shots and not us. So we basically put them in charge. What? So what, which side of the aisle then got rid of that after Clinton did that, um, Brian? I need to ask. What, what, who got rid of that? <laughs> Neither. Oh. But, but again, wow. it comes back to consolidation. And look, I know it's, it's not really – young people especially really aren't that impressed when you start quoting old guys like Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the things he warned of over and over again. Again, he talked about consolidation as being one of the great dangers. And he was talking specifically about our American government consolidating powers to Mm -hmm. the point that it would stop being responsive. That's why the Constitution breaks up and spreads out those powers and checks them and strictly limits them to keep too much power from accruing in the hands or uh, accumulating in the hands of of uh, too few people. I agree. I agree. And uh, there's something that I'm really excited as far as Trump goes. And anytime Trump does something really right, I always want to spell that out and, and make sure that I'm giving the accolades that deserves. But if you think about the last couple of years, Brian, in radio, and I want to get your take on this, too. When I look at the last two years of my radio career, I cannot believe how much that when, when, when let's say, eight years ago for me, whenever we mentioned the New World Order or the Deep State people's toes curled because that that's that's that conspiracy talk you don't talk that way then i know exactly what you are kate and so that you know it was like how can you even mention those things only a few americans mention those things and that those things aren't true what the last two years have really shown a light on and i'm so grateful to this is that trump has sort of uh, stuck it in the eye of of these things as as far as bringing attention to it he might not ever halt it or stop it but he's bringing attention to people understanding it and i just love this. I'm, I'm loving this because people are finally waking up to the fact that it's real. I want your take on the last couple of years in radio. How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and you probably noticed it's, something totally different. I don't know, but what's it been like for you? I mean, the last couple of years. Um, I'll tell you what. The last couple of years, I think I have probably distanced myself more from politics and, and the discussion of politics than any other time in my life. And and it, I, I don't want people to think, oh, you're just waving that white flag of surrender. I've just found that uh, I find more purpose and I find more sense of productivity and, and um, actually having impact by focusing on helping to build whatever is going to come next. I think the corruption is uh, is almost – um, I, I think mm-hmm. it's so complete and, and the rot is so thoroughly spread throughout the system. It's not going to be changed from within. It's not going to change regardless of which new name or face sits at the top of the heap. Um, the only thing that is going to change is when uh, it comes crashing down, we are going to have a choice. What kind of people will we be? I want to be one of those people who has paid the price to know what is sound, what is valid, what mm-hmm. would work for everyone in the interest of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And, and then I want to get about building that. 
Yeah. Some things you can build right now. Look at the homeschool community. Mm-hmm. Remember how marginalized they were 20 years ago? Yes. And yet now it's a pretty mainstream thing. They didn't have to overthrow the existing public school system. They just built a parallel system that in many ways has proven superior to people who are looking for an alternative. I absolutely love that. You know, there's a lot of shows that, that talk about our future. It always amazes me when they talk about our future in this way, like uh, 299 Days. I've, I've interviewed him, and he writes a great series on this, but he talks about the fact that we yearn for the ideals in the Constitution. So while Washington, D.C. might be a certain square mileage big of swampy swamp of the swamp, we have the rest of this entire nation, 330 million people that would absolutely, there's a many, many people within that 330 million that absolutely recognize that if they had to choose their form of government, I'm kind of sure that if everything fell in D.C. in that super small square mileage of the swampy swamp, that the rest of the entire country, there's a many that would want that constitution back. And that's what you were saying about instilling that in the people. And so making you the best you and, and making sure you're crowd is understanding what that is, too, so that you can have influence on that crowd around you. Because if we all did that, no matter what happens in D.C., we still have a huge country of people that understand what America is about. Here, here. And and this this is the advice I would ask anybody to consider. Don't spend so much time worrying about who's going to get elected. Know what you stand for. Know what is sound, what has mm-hmm. stood the test of time and get about understanding it to the point that you can live it even when nobody else wants to. And then by the power of your example, pull other people into your orbit who are looking for truth. They're out there. So true. Brian Hyde, I thank you. This hour went way too fast. <laughs> way too fast. Uh, for Great my as liking. always to visit with you, my friend. I know. Ditto. Ditto. Right back at you. Catch the Love and Liberty show and, and download the Love and Liberty app. Uh, I love this app. This is an amazing app. It's got a lot of great shows on it, too. Make sure you're getting that. Thank you again, Mr. Brian Hyde. appreciate you. And, uh, of course, be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here tomorrow. Ah, great week coming up for you. Be right. And I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. I was going to say be right back, but that would be so wrong. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Everybody have a great night. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.